Hello everyone, this is Maureen from High Point Reiki and Readings. Uh, I wanted to give a quick rundown of my 10 top tips if you're exploring your intuition, if you're in the early stage or if even it's your first time you became interested but you don't quite know how to proceed. And um, I wrote down 10 tips. You may hear some paper shifting because... I realized they were in the wrong order when I was looking at them. So uh, just bear with me a little bit. Um, so the very first thing you should know is uh, you're building a dictionary. You're basically creating a new language that is only yours. And it's based entirely on you. And your guides are going to connect with you and use the information that's personal to you so that you will understand it better. So there's going to be a learning process. There's going to be a, a whole system created from this, but it's not going to be perfect at the outset. So just keep that in mind. Be patient. And uh, a good tip I've heard from teachers I've had is that when you're tuning in, just ask them to show you what you most need to know and write it down and then leave it and then go back and look at it later to try to interpret it or analyze it. Don't analyze it in the moment. Don't try to, f and not everything is going to make sense to you, especially in the beginning, because it's like you showed up in a whole different country. And though a lot of the things you recognize are there, you may not exactly grasp what things mean right away so just keep that in mind and treat it with patience and gratitude next thing you want to know is to take it slow not only because you're learning a new language but because you only have so much energy when you get started now some readers that are very experienced can stay in that energy for hours but a new reader, it's good to start out with like five minutes and keep that for a while until it feels comfortable or until you can feel when you're tuned in. And that's a, a personal experience. And you can even work out something with your guides on how to keep you aware of that if you want to. But your guides are always willing to work with you. That's an important thing to know. But um, when you're first tuning in, like at the very, very beginning, try not to do more than five minutes because you may fall out of the energy of connection without realizing it. And then you're going to start getting things out of your mind instead of from your guides, from the divine. And it may mess up the whole message or it may lead you down a path that you're not meant to go down. So try to keep it to about five minutes in the beginning and just slowly work your way up. You know, don't don't aim to be at, you know, an hour or two within a week or two. You know, you're going to need a little more time than that. It's a learning process and it's a growing process. So allow yourself the time to learn and to grow. And you'll see and you'll know when you can expand that. But don't, don't jump ahead and... Uh, try to push yourself to do more because especially if you're new to it you may not like i said realize when you've fallen out of the connection 
And then the stuff that's coming through is just from your brain and your personal emotions with no divine guidance involved. And that could not produce the result you want. That's the, the best way to say it. Um, so number three is when you're first starting out, look for confirmations. Not only will this help you determine how your process works, it will give you encouragement to continue. It's also going to set up a communication with your guides on, oh, this is what works. I understood that message. And then they'll better know how to proceed with communicating with you going forward. So uh, when I say this, what I mean is when you first start out reading, you probably don't want to read for anyone else. Now, that doesn't mean that things won't come through for other people, but just keep it to yourself. Don't share it quite yet until you feel much more developed. If it's like your first week or your first month, you probably don't need to be reading for other people yet. So, you know, if you tune in, you receive information, write it down, and when you see those things show up in your life, that's how you know you were connected and you received the information. And um, <clears throat> I believe I say this. Yes, that brings us to the next acknowledge with gratitude. So when you're tuned in, close the session out with gratitude. I always do. I always say thank you so much for bringing through this information for me. And if there's another person, thank you for bringing through information to help guide them. Or if you're out and about, and like I said, you've done this personal receiving session where you're just, you know, tell me whatever I need to know. And then one of the things you received shows up while you're out and about in life. You're not even connected, but you see something come to fruition. Acknowledge it in that moment and say, thank you. Thank you for the information that you gave me to be aware of this. So... Um, that's just a good way to keep the communication open and going and to streamline the communication process, right? So, um, definitely do that every time or as, as much as you can <laughs> to let them know, Hey, this is the track. This is what I understand. I understood this. I received it. Thank you so much. Um, and that'll keep the relationship open and flowing, you know. Uh, next, you want to use high vibe emotions when you're preparing to tune in. So don't go get in a fight with one of your relatives or friends and then go and try to tune in right away because you're not going to be able to ascend up to the, the high vibe you need for communication. So the best thing to do is to get yourself happy, get yourself laughing, or get this inspired feeling within you. Something that brings you joy. And something that makes you feel charged up with energy. Maybe not literally, but you know. You know, when you're in that joyful space. And you just want to, like, dance around and sing songs. And, like, that's the energy you want. That's the vibe you want. That's what's going to get you to that communication place much, much quicker. 
So if there's a funny TV show you love or a great memory you have or a wonderful song that really boosts your spirits, you can either think about it, sing it, recite it, or just go listen to that song or go watch that little clip from that show that you like before you you start your session. Like get yourself in a good, happy, kind of that feeling of of overflowing with joy, you know? That's going to be your quickest way to get into connection. So you want to, um, the next thing you want is to get to know yourself and your style. So when I started out, um, when I really started pursuing getting to know my intuition better, not to say that I didn't have intuitive things happen before, but when I actually started focusing in, in, making that relationship with my guides, it started with uh, being attuned to Reiki. And I felt like my strongest Claire was clairsentience. So we should do a quick rundown of the Claire's probably here. Uh, clairsentience is clear feelings. So you feel sensations, you feel emotions, you know, you feel energy, you feel all that stuff. <laughs> Uh, clairvoyance is when pictures appear in your head. It's usually in your head. Almost 99.9% .9 of the time it's in your head. So if you think you're gonna, you know, look into your room and see something play out in front of your eyes, that's not really how it works. Just so you know. Not typically. I'm not saying it could never happen, but that's not what you should be expecting. Uh, so you'll see uh, usually a quick snippet in your head of something. Like, something will pop up and it'll be, oh, oh, a ball. And then, you know, try to, it, it goes real quickly, but try to see if you can remember, like, what was the texture of the ball, what kind of ball it was, what color it was, because all of that is useful information. Anyway, um, Claire audience is when you hear, and that's something that happens in your head too. Some people do have it where it sounds like someone's whispering in their ear. I know someone, but usually it's you hear it in your head. Just like if you think of your favorite song and then you can hear it playing in your head. It's a lot like that. So um, it can be, like I said, music. It can also be words. It could be a specific person's voice. Yes, you can even perceive that even if it's happening in your head. And um, that's a big difference because the other one is claircognizance, and I'll get to that in a second. But the way I know with clairaudience versus claircognizance is I hear inflection or melody or something like that. So claircognizance is when it comes into your head like a thought. And that's my actual strongest clair. But for a long time, I thought it was clairsentience. So, you know, you'll be talking to someone and they'll say, oh, yeah, I applied for a new job. And, you know, like right away in your head, you're like, they're not going to get that job, you know, and you kind of feel like this know-it-all person. And maybe you even feel a little bad sometimes because sometimes the answer isn't what they would want to hear. And I'm not suggesting you should tell them that <laughs> every single time it comes through. Um... Or, you know, it could be all kinds of things. Oh, yeah, I just sent out my resume. 
and you hear in your head, they didn't receive it or she forgot to attach it. You know, so it could be anything like that. But it occurs as a thought. And for me, that's how uh, I can tell the difference between clairaudience and claircognizance. As if it's a thought, it's just the thought. If it's clairaudience... I can hear it in my brain, if that makes sense. So like I said, inflection, melody, things like that. However, it's not that important to know which is which. It's not that important. As long as the information is coming to you, that's the important thing. Um, but you just want to get to know yourself and what your strongest clear is. And even if you think it's one thing starting out, that can change. Because you may not have realized that this other thing was an action, which is what happened to me. I didn't realize claircognizance worked the way it did. And uh, once I learned how it worked, I was like, oh, claircognizance. But we will have access to all four and they will develop and they will grow. And so what you start out with as your strongest one may not be what you end up with as your strongest one. And it can switch and it can change places and you can use all four. So it doesn't even matter what your strongest one is really, as long as you're getting the information. Like I said, uh, let's see. The next one is don't always go with the universal meaning. So... <clears throat> If it's a, a thing that's in your vernacular, as I put it, that's how you understand the meaning of that thing, then great, you know, use it that way. But your guides are using your personal information to convey messages to you. So you may receive a sign of water and generally in spirituality, that means emotions and flow and things like that. But if you had a very scary experience involving water when you were younger, it might be talking about fear. So always take your personal meaning that's attached to whatever that thing is, because that is what's trying to be conveyed. They're not going to go into ancient books full of symbolism to pull things out to show you. They're going to bring you things unless it's specific to whoever you're reading for. Because I've seen things that I don't really work with much, but it came up because that person, it was significant to them. But generally speaking, they're talking to you and they're using your language. So if you've never known or don't default to the idea that water is about emotions or about flow, and you just think of that time you almost drowned when you were five, then that's probably what it means, you know, that, that a frightening thing may be happening or may be going to happen. Not that you should <laughs> lead with that, just uh, you'll learn all the nuances of how to impart information as you go along, but um, that's not what we're here for right now. Um, so stick to what it means to you. Like if you want to study a bunch of 
dictionaries with symbols in them and stuff like that, you can do that. But if it's not an ingrained part of you, then you have to go with what it means to you, you know, because that's what they're using to convey this information. Uh, the next one, everything matters. Every single thing. When you are tuned in, if something sticks out, a sound, something you can't stop staring at, it's probably part of the message you are receiving. So it could be a normal everyday thing. Like I live sort of near train tracks. Trains are going by all the time. Sometimes I hear them, sometimes I don't. If I'm in a reading session and I hear the train very, very loudly and clearly, like I can't bring myself to ignore it, that means it's part of what's going on and part of what I'm supposed to tell the person. I also have posters in my room and sometimes I'll find myself staring at one of the posters. These are posters that are in my room all the time. I see them every single day, but for some reason in this moment, I am compelled to look at this particular aspect of this particular poster. And then I say, okay, what does this mean? That's a thing you can do, by the way. If you're tuned in with this guy, with your guides, and they're giving you a message, when you get to the point where you're interpreting in the moment, which I wouldn't recommend starting out that way, but when you get to that point, you can say, what are you trying to show me here? What are you telling me here? And so if it's not clear, they'll they'll clear it up for you. Isn't that cool? See, they're always working with you. You just have to find the system that works. Find the dictionary that works. Uh, okay. Number nine. Once you get to a certain point in your development, this thing happens. And had someone warned me about it, <laughs> it would have been very helpful. But I'm going to tell you about it now. Once you get to where you're developed, you can interpret as you're receiving information. When you first open up your um, intuition and work with your clairs and work with your guides, it's going to feel really strong, most likely. But once you get to a point where you know what you're doing, there's this fall off the cliff moment. That's what I call it. All of a sudden, all that, that strong receiving you always got is like turned down to level one you know like you were at 11 and now you're at one and it's kind of scary because you feel like oh all my intuition just shut itself off like what's going on I'm not receiving things the same way well that's actually a really good sign because that means your guides are like oh okay they've got this now they know what they're doing now so we don't have to you know crank up the volume so high because intuition is not meant to be this like life altering experience in the sense of like you're standing in the middle of the store and suddenly this vision explodes in your head. It's really, really not like that. It's very, very subtle. It will, it will feel more like that in the beginning. And then once your development has hit a certain point, you'll fall off the cliff. It'll be way more subtle and you just have to have faith that, you know, you know what you're doing. You've learned the ropes. You're always learning more terms. You're always, it's just like a language. I don't care how long you've been speaking a language. New words come up still here and there, you know? So never feel like you know everything. That's important too. But if you get to that point where all of a sudden your intuition does not feel as strong, it doesn't feel like it's working the same way, you're not even sure it's still there. 
that's okay. It is still there. It is absolutely still there. Don't worry. Trust yourself. Know that you've done a lot of work. You've made a very strong connection with your guides and they're going to guide you. They're going to continue guiding you and giving you information, even if it's not as loud. Um, so the last thing I want to tell you in this particular episode is if you are reading for yourself about a situation that involves intense emotions, you are not going to get good results. You are not going to get clear results. You are not going to get the exact guidance you want. And maybe you can read for everybody else in your life and it's perfectly fine and you're dead on and you nail it every time. But when it comes to you and a relationship or a really important job or a really important opportunity, nothing. It, it's not weird. It's very normal because when you're Human emotions are so invested in that, it's very, 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 very hard to detach from what you're trying to figure out. So there's two ways you can handle that. A, you can find another reader that you like and trust, or maybe if you've made some spiritual friends, you could do like a trade where you read for them and they read for you. Or this is my thing. Uh, my suggestion, you just go in and talk to your guides and say, hey, this is what's going on. It's really bugging me. I really don't know what to do. I really don't know where to go from here. I need your help on this. And then tune out. That's right. End the session. Say thank you for whatever you're going to bring me as guidance. And then pay attention in life. Pay attention in life. So you can see they're going to send you guidance in other ways. They're going to lead you down the path you need to go down. So um, make sure when you have high emotions, it creates a resistance. So if you're, if you're struggling with something, like I said, either go talk to someone else with abilities or, you know, you could just work through them the human way, talk to someone, work it out, connect with your friends and see if they have any good advice for you. But the other thing is just, you know, you could do this in addition. You tune in with your guides and you say, hey, I'm really having trouble with this. I'm really struggling with this. I need your help. Please show me the best way through this. You know, something along those lines. And then give them your gratitude for uh, the messages and know that the messages will come and they will. So those are my top 10 beginner intuitive exploration tips. Um, I hope that they serve you very well. These are, these are all things I learned along the way, or it might've been cool to know them when I was first starting out. But having that connection with your guides, being able to receive that information and help people is a really awesome feeling. Even if you just use it for yourself and your little circle of people that you love, that's perfectly fine. You don't have to go pro. You don't have to do it as a living. But, you know, being tapped into your intuition is a good thing, in my opinion. And it can help you a great deal. I mean... 
We've all had situations where intuition came through whether we intended it to or not. That feeling of needing to change lanes and then some car swerves into that lane three seconds after you get out of it. You know, things like that. We have that all the time. It's the same thing. You're just developing it and acknowledging it and growing it so you can help yourself, you can help the people you love, and you can even help other people who might need guidance. So, and it's our connection to the, the divine. That's what I believe as well. That's how we communicate with God and obviously the guides and, and all those people in the hierarchy that, you know, there's, there's really no other way to talk to them. I mean, you can talk to them, but if you want to hear back from them, connecting with them is a really good way to hear back from them. <laughs> So there you go, the 10 tips on how to connect with your intuition. And I can even come back later and give you an example of how I proceed with my tune-in sessions if you want to get an idea on how to do that. But know you're clear. If you're tuning in, if you're strongly clairaudient, then imagine yourself going up piano keys from low to high notes if you're clairvoyant, then see yourself walking up a set of stairs. If you're claircognizant, just imagine yourself going to where you're going to meet with your guides. But, you know, we'll get into all that more later. And clairsentient, just, you know, invite your guides in to connect with you and wait for that feeling that comes over you to let you know that you're connected. So anyway, but I'll, I'll go more into that in a future episode and otherwise have a beautiful day. Bye.